It's Thursday, August 24th, 2023, and I'm Dave Sobel. Four things to know today. Reviving legacy code, IBM develops an AI tool to modernize COBOL applications. Generative AI's impact more in phishing than malware development. JWCC makes progress with a multi-vendor approach after Jedi's cancellation and the New York Times blocks OpenAI's web crawler, citing intellectual property concerns. This is the business of tech. Eureka Process is now a Gazinta company. Eureka Process, the consulting team focused on you streamlining your MSP, is now part of Gazinta. The SaaS company focused on empathy and getting shit done quickly and correctly. What does that mean? First, Gazinta Mobius customers will get even better customer support for their products. The Eureka team will be looking at ways to deliver better customer support and give their thoughts on how to make the products better. It also means that you can come to Gazinta for more of your consulting needs when you want to own a business, not be owned by your business. Process Consulting will give you the freedom you need. Visit gazinta.com slash Eureka to learn more. IBM is developing a generative AI-assisted software development tool, Watson X Code Assistant for Z, to help developers translate COBOL to Java on IBM Z. The tool uses IBM's Watson X.AI code model to modernize legacy COBOL applications. The tool promises to produce object-oriented Java code optimized to incorporate the rest of the COBOL app with the Customer Information Control System Transaction Processing Subsystem, Information Management System, Transaction Processing Database, DB2 Transaction and Analytics Database, plus other ZOS operating system runtimes, according to IBM. IBM's Institute for Business Value found that nearly 70% of IT executives consider mainframe-based applications central to their business and technology strategies. However, almost 70% of executives surveyed reported that the mainframe-based applications in their organizations needed to be modernized. The tool will be previewed during IBM's TechX Exchange event in September, with general availability expected in Q4 of 2023. IBM expects partners of all types, including system integrators, value-added resellers, independent software vendors, and hyperscalers, to play a role in bringing the solution to market. The model was trained on IBM's CodeNet, a database of 14 million code samples in over 55 programming languages, and was tuned for two specific use cases, a coding assistant for Red Hat's Ansible Automation Toolkit and the new COBOL solution. Why do we care? I'm focusing on practical applications in business for AI. Code modernization seems incredibly valuable. The implications for catching up on technical debt here seem critically important. Translating an aging code base to a modern platform is a slam dunk. This application to old code bases that teams become wary of touching is addressed by the application of AI, which can explain and trace code. The opportunities here are significant, which is why we care. However, with all this AI, research indicates that generative AI technology is not widely used to create malicious code. Most Trend Micro and Mandiant research came to this conclusion. While some crooks are interested in using source-suggesting ML models, 
AI will not provide the shortcut a miscreant might hope for, and its take-up among cyber criminals is on par with the rest of the technology world. The technology is used to craft text and media to lure their marks to phishing pages and produce content for disinformation campaigns, but not so much for automating malware development. It's also probably not going to take over jobs. According to a study by the International Labor Organization, generative AI is unlikely to take over most people's jobs completely, but will automate a portion of their duties, with clerical work being the most affected. The study warns that the impact on affected workers could still be brutal and calls for policymakers to address the technological changes. Sectors most likely impacted include those linked to image production, text generation, sound and animation, 3D creations, and more detailed clerical work. A new report by Privacy Hawk reveals that Americans are extremely concerned about data privacy and the rapid development of AI. Among the results, 92% want a national privacy law, 80% are concerned that their personal data is being used to train AI models, and 48% say AI will negatively impact them personally. Only 5.7% of Americans are not concerned about their personal data risk. The report suggests that new federal privacy legislation may be needed to address these concerns. In the workplace, a PwC survey of U.S. business executives found that both bosses and workers are concerned about emerging technology, but for different reasons. Leaders are worried about getting returns on tech investments and training workers on new technology, while employees are nervous that these new tools will put them out of work. About 75% of business executives believe their employees are fearful technology will take away their jobs. And despite these concerns, nearly half of execs plan to invest in AI in the next 12 to 18 months. Those leaders are worried about measuring the investment, with 88% citing it as a top challenge. The cost of adoption and training talent were also cited as significant challenges. Why do we care? Good news, we have slightly less to fear from criminals although the use in phishing alone is worrisome. A theme is quickly emerging. AI will augment workers, not replace them. We have concerns about how data is used in the models that remain to be answered. And like all technologies, measuring the investment will be a differentiator. For those of us in technology services, this should put our minds at ease because we've seen this movie before. Longtime listeners will be amused to get an update on the Joint Warfighter Cloud Capability, or JWCC, contract. According to Defense Information Systems Agency Director Lieutenant General Robert Skinner, the contract has already awarded 13 task orders worth over $200 million, with more on the way. Of course, this contract is the successor to the Joint Enterprise Defense Infrastructure, or JEDI-1, which was canceled after considerable fighting over the award process, which I had enormous fun tracking on the show. Unlike the single-vendor approach of the JEDI contract, the JWCC involves services from multiple vendors, including Amazon Web Services, Google, Microsoft, and Oracle. Why do we care? Rather than a single massive winner-take-all deal, the government started working with multiple vendors and got contracts into the field. Take a lesson from that. Sometimes you don't solve it with one super tool, but instead make progress incrementally. Who says government contracts don't work? I mentioned that OpenAI web crawler recently, the bot the company is now using to find content for its models, which web admins could block. 
the New York Times has blocked OpenAI's web crawler, GPT-Bot, from using content from the publication to train its AI models. The change comes after the New York Times updated its terms of service to prohibit using its content to train AI models and is considering legal action against OpenAI for intellectual property rights violations. And speaking of OpenAI, the company has introduced fine-tuning to its GPT-3.5 Turbo model, allowing customers to customize the model and improve its reliability. Fine-tuning enables companies to make the model better follow instructions, improve formatting, and adjust the tone of the output. OpenAI claims that fine-tuned versions of GPT-3.5 can match or even outperform the base capabilities of GPT-4 on specific tasks. OpenAI also plans to retire the original GPT-3 base models on January 4th, 2024. Why do we care? Talk with your customers about their feelings on their data being used by these models. There's an easy value add here to that conversation. The model changes key into the value of a provider. This is where you can bring expertise to bear with your customers. Partner Hero is an outsourcing company that goes beyond industry norms to prioritize employee empowerment, career growth, and quality performance. They pay above market salaries and have a management team that includes individuals from the startup world, making them more than just a service provider. They're also a thought partner for startups. With flexible terms to let you scale quickly and offices around the world for global coverage, you get a thought partner for your business with quality assurance baked into every program. You know I believe in outsourcing. It's what IT services is all about. If you're ready to bring in outside customer support help for your startup that feels like it's part of your existing team, check out Partner Hero. Head on over to partnerhero.com slash businessoftech to book a free consultation with their solutions team. Mention you heard about Partner Hero from Business of Tech and they'll waive the setup fee. Thanks for listening. Today, National Waffle Day because mmm, waffles. Reminder to Stitcher listeners, Stitcher's going away at the end of the month. Make sure you switch platforms to keep getting the podcast. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines posted at businessof.tech. Like the content? Support the show at patreon.com slash mspradio or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. If you want to reach our listeners, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Part of the MSP Radio Network.